Hey everybody, welcome to Not Your Mom's Podcast. Hit the intro music. Yes, welcome to Not Your Mom's Podcast. I'm your host, Bob, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible, a.k.a. Incredible, a.k.a. Mona Lisa's Friends with Benefits. Yeah, she was real nice. That picture didn't do her justice. Anyways, so today's episode is going to be about perfection. And the reason why it's going to be about perfection is because I am going to be on the road recording from the fly while I'm driving to Circleville, Ohio. So I think a big, beautiful topic to talk about while doing this is perfection and how it, you know, encompasses us as a society and as humans. Because right now I'm not set up in a studio. I'm not really prepared fully. I don't have anything written in front of me and it's it's going to be beautiful just the way it is. It doesn't need to look any which way. I don't need to get in my head about how I'm doing it wrong. What is wrong? Really? Like wrong to me could be different to wrong to you. So is there really a defined wrong or is it just our perception of what doesn't work and does work? So that's kind of what our topic is today and we're kind of already in it talking about perfectionism and you know if you have an issue with perfectionism then this might relate to you and if you don't because you're perfect then you might need to see some therapy. You know I don't know what your issues are and we all have them. We all have our own little magazine with many of issues so let's just dive into how perfection and perfectionism has affected me in my life. So the first thing that shows that perfectionism might kind of rule my life is the fact that I didn't record all of March, which I want to apologize to all my fans as a car just reams right close to me behind me and almost hits me. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. All right. So the idea of perfectionism or having it have to look exactly the way we plan it is the biggest issue here. As I just literally took the wrong exit and now added 10 minutes to my drive. Perfect. See, this is great. Not really going the way I want to, but just flow with it. It's okay. Life is going to be fine. So perfectionism in my head has really chained me down and sometimes can be a prison of not being able to move or go anywhere because it doesn't look exactly how I want it to look. And that doesn't have to be, it can be creativity, like in my creativity and what I want to write, I have a perfectionism racket where I'm like, it's not funny enough or it needs to look this way or structured. This podcast is a, a big middle finger in the face of perfectionism as I record. It's not even close to where it will be when I want it to be where I want it to be. But then when it gets to where I want it to be, I want it to look different as well because we all are evolving and I want it to grow and be a conscious and conscious, 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 consistently changing, beautiful organism. There we go. We worked through it kind of like a pool full of pudding. (laughs) It took a little bit, but I got through it. I got through it. So this podcast is far from perfect. And I am okay with that because I just want to entertain, inform, and get out 
and do it knowing that it's not going to look perfect ever and that's fine but it'll it'll improve it'll it'll get to a more beautiful organism here soon and I'm excited about that but nothing's going to stop me from getting closer to that by going through it I'm not going to sit on the outside and wait for it to be perfect before I jump in I'm going to jump in because that's how you create what you're looking for is by being in the creative pool of pudding. I don't know why I'm using this pool of pudding as an analogy, but it's working. So in my life, perfectionism is the creation of overanalyzing, analysis paralysis. It's being frozen in fear. It's all fear-based. It's a fear that what I do is going to equal something that could hurt me or will, yeah, really hurt me in the end, like embarrassment or some sort of subtle nuance of emotion that sneaks in that could rot me from the core. If I'm not perfect, that'll come and it'll just control me and overtake my body. So... If I'm not perfect, somebody might say, you're bad, or I might get criticized, or I might get feedback, which feedback's really a gift. It allows us to see something we don't see, and it doesn't always mean that it like relates to us. So if somebody says, your blank is bad, or you are this, that doesn't mean what they're speaking in isn't truth, that's just their experience of you, and in that experience is there a place for you to grow and shift to possibly become the better version of yourself so perfectionism freezes me and doesn't allow me to be the best version of myself based in stuff that hasn't even happened yet fear is already assuming the outcome is going to be negative when that's not true at all and even if the outcome is negative that doesn't mean there's not beauty in that there is beauty in imperfection Like, you're perfect for the imperfections you have. That's what life is about. You know, that's what makes everybody unique. That's what makes me appreciate you for who you are. You know, if you were perfect and so was the person next to you, then the difference between you would be you look different. And that's it. And there's really not much more you can grow with somebody if it's off of just looks. So the imperfections, what gives the detail and the the context and the overall beauty that is you. So feedback is a gift and it allows us to have insight in places we don't see because they gave it to us. Yes, sometimes it's roped in complete, utter disgust disrespect and maybe anger and passion a lot of times people give feedback from not a place of neutrality which is the best place to receive it from and to give it from but it's still feedback so the fear and perfection that I I experience is based in that I will get feedback that I don't like to hear because everybody loves feedback they want to hear you know that good positive feedback like oh my god you did amazing Bob you are so talented yeah everybody loves that feedback but the growth in that feedback is very simple keep doing what you're doing and that doesn't really change you at all and it doesn't really help you at all if you want to shift and evolve into something bigger 
the feedback that nobody wants to hear is, yeah, um, I didn't really like the sound of your music. It was absolutely terrible, actually. You were off pitch about six different times. And, and all that sucks to hear. I acknowledge that that is, like, painful to hear at first because that's just natural instinct. But then if you stop and you really analyze what's going on, that's pointing out things you can improve on to be a better version of yourself. And that is something you should be thankful for because then you get to work on those things. And once you work on those things, then they aren't a problem of yours anymore. And they aren't going to be something you receive feedback for because you've worked on it. But until you know that they're there, until you know that they even exist, you can't work on them. You can't push for them. They just sit there unknown and unaware, you're unaware and you unknowingly let them just sit there and keep being problems and you never improve. So the perfectionism also not only wraps in the creativity, but then the logistics and the analytical side of it. So the perfection that I I find myself in is it the day isn't right or the time isn't right or I don't have enough time or I'm not set up in the right environment to record. It's got to be, you know, the feng shui has got to be nice. I got to sage the room, you know, all that fancy dancy stuff. And it's got to be like, I got to be in the mood, you know, I got to feel right. I got to be in creativity mode. Like it's some sort of fucking light switch that I can't find on the wall because it's really dark, you know, when it's late at night and you're trying to find the light switch because you stubbed your toe seven times times and you're just trying to go fucking take a piss and then you finally find the light switch like ah all right sweet creativity on let's record so it's wrapped in all sorts of those logistics as well and that is why of course march kind of flew by didn't even realize it and i think perfectionism also pushes you to do what's easy because you can be more proficient at it right perfectionism perfectionism pushes towards proficiency in what you're already good at so if you're like really great at I don't know making friends you'll want to go out to the bars because sitting down and doing things that are difficult that take more work for you kind of scares you so you find solace and solace solace find solace 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 one of those you find it in what is easy for you like my taxes oh my god i am not a numbers guy like i used to love math math used to be fun for me and it kind of is still but like all that complication of taxes irs stuff just makes my brain hurt so i did put it off longer than i have usually and i waited till april which is like ridiculous amount should have done it in february but my perfectionism of I needed to have the support, I needed to talk to friends, I needed to have it all like stop me from just doing it and scared me a little bit. But I eventually organized on a night that wasn't perfect, talking to a friend who could support me through it, and it went smooth and great. And well, it didn't go smooth and great. There were some little hiccups that I took care of a week later, but it, it, it the point is the logistics didn't look really perfect but made it work like couldn't even meet in person we had a skype so perfectionism is just a virus that runs rampant in all different kinds of parts of our lives oops 
literally just did the most sharpest turn of my life. Squeaked my tires. You probably heard it on the phone. Not sure if you did. That was close. All right. Woo. All right. That got the blood boiling. Woo-wee. All right. So pay more attention to road. So perfectionism is all over our lives and parts of us if we let it. You know, some people have perfectionism in certain areas. Some people just are frozen in it being in fear because it needs to look or it isn't looking the way they want it to look. So, like with my music, I... I have all these grand ideas, I write all this stuff, and then because I don't have a studio with the most amazing equipment for producing, and I'm also not a perfect producer, I actually, music production is something I'm trying to improve on, but it scares me because I'm not good at it, so I don't try it because I don't want to look like a fool, right? I put out a song, and people are like, that's terrible production, and I'm like, oh great, why did I even do this? I'm fucking a failure, and then you shut down, when really it's just feedback to say, hey, you're not there yet, keep trying. I was just talking to a friend, Alan, of mine, and he was reading a book uh, about creative creativity, and it was saying, like, just do it. Quantity over quality in the beginning, fail often, fail fast, and grow big. So with that, it's just feedback saying, hey, you're not there yet, keep trying. Try again, do something different, switch it up, and that's good. It's good to hear that. So you're not doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same results. That's the definition of insanity. So perfection is something I am very much working on and have been working on for months as I've been working in the transformational, emotional intelligence, leadership realm of life. So I have many different projects, all beautiful and creative, and I haven't really followed through or finished any of them because my perfectionism jumps in and says it needs to look like this. So my poetry book I'm working on, I really am passionate about that, but I have this thing where I just can't pull the trigger because there's so many different other little pieces and pogs that I I let stop me. Well, it doesn't hurt that I'm working with a publisher who's amazing and I can't do it alone. So I get to work with a team of people who have their own schedules and their own timelines. So I can't do everything, or could I? That's another thing, perfectionism. I probably could get my own published, but I don't want to because I like the route I'm taking. It's just maybe I want it to go faster. Maybe I just want it to happen because... I'm in my head about it and with my music and then with my other different creative projects my writings my film wanting to be doing more film stuff I have a huge perfectionist racket over film like I want to do little short films little videos little that but I don't have the equipment I don't have the camera I don't have the lighting I don't have the audio I don't have the sound I don't have the anything so I'm like well I have none of the stuff I need quote unquote and so I'm done I can't do it I'm frozen because I'm scared that if I do anything not high quality that it won't be appreciated it won't be liked it won't be it will be ridiculed Um, and I know phones have great camera quality now and I could find a lot of people to borrow a camera from it and then I got a perfectionism that I don't know that camera well enough I need to know the camera like the back of my hand 
you know, all of this stuff. Instead of just writing something, filming it on my phone or filming it with a friend that doesn't look perfect and then putting it out there, I just don't do it because I feel that is a road I can't drive on or a town I will never be able to drive through and other different car analogies that I'm trying to make as I'm driving to Circleville. You know, follow along with me, people. This is... This is going to be it's going to be a fun ride. So the biggest thing I can share is you know my 3 Ps. So you can say you know Bob's 3 Ps um when you share it with people so you know you don't steal it because it's mine. I came up with it. I'm almost 100% sure. So you know, you can do row rows 3 Ps. It's it's a thing. So respect it. <laughs> I don't get it. All right. So the three Ps that I always go by is perfection prohibits progress. And that is meaningful and powerful to me because it's so true. If you are stuck in a perfectionist racket and it has to look perfect, you never move anywhere because you're sitting in the drawing board or in the room drawing board room, right? Is that what it's called? See? Not perfect. Um, in the drawing board room and you're sitting there trying to talk about what it'll be like when you do it, not going anywhere because it needs to be perfect. Like I said, perfectionism is a, it's, it's fear. You're frozen in fear. It's a prison. So that's another P. Uh Oh, maybe there's another P. Anyways, perfectionism prohibits progress. So progress comes when you take those steps that may not look perfect, but they're steps. They may not be big steps, but they're steps. Focus is to move forward towards your vision, towards your goal. As big a strides as you can take or as small as steps as you want to take. It's the movement. If you're not moved, you're still. And if you're still, you're dead. And nobody wants to be dead while being alive at the same time. Nobody wants to be the walking dead. Nobody wants to be a zombie. You know those people too. Walk around, you look at them and you're like, what are you doing? Like, on his tombstone, it says, (laughs) died at the age of 12, lived to the age of 45. You know, those kind of things. It's about movement, progress, loving every moment of the journey, but moving along on the journey and not being stuck and wondering what the journey could look like or how you want it to look. So, perfection prohibits progress. So, any moment you think it needs to look exactly how it needs to look or it needs to be perfect or all that, see for what it is, appreciate for all the beauty it has already, and let it fly. See where it goes. And then, when you get the results or the feedback, do it again. Do, 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 feedback, repeat. Do, 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 feedback, repeat. It's what it is. And then eventually you'll be exactly where you want to be. And then you shift your thoughts and you create a new goal, a new place you want to be, and you keep going. Because certainly I didn't come this far to just come this far. I plan on keep going 
and keep going and keep going and keep creating and keep inspiring and keep creating my vision, which is a ripple effect of love, joy, laughter, and healing. And that there's no perfectionism in that vision. There's no perfectionism in getting to that vision because all of those are far from perfect, but so beautiful. Let's also jump back to where perfectionism is a battle between right and wrong. You know, as you're looking at things, you're I'm doing it wrong. It needs to be right. When really there is no wrong and right. It's what works and doesn't work. Wrong and right is rooted in judgment. And you know that this podcast is rooted in no judgment and no shame. And even though sometimes it may seem like we're judging or shaming people, we're not. We're expressing ourselves honestly and truthfully through what humans feel in emotions. But we're going to move through that and process it and realize there is no judgment. So just know that. And wrong and right is a place of judgment. As in you're doing it wrong. You're not capable. You are not worthy. You are not. Any of that is just all in judgment. And it really shuts people down. So take the judgment out of it completely. If you can really take the judgment out of things, there is no perfection. And there's no judgment. Because you're taking the judgment out of it. I I heard what I did, okay? I got it. I'm very much beating a dead horse right now, which is a ridiculous saying I heard once. Beating a dead horse. Have you heard that saying? Where you just basically repeat yourself or you're doing the same thing over and over again like it's already dead, just leave it dead, but you keep beating it? I don't know. So, there's no right and wrong. Writing and wronging. There's writing, but there's no right and wrong. There is only what works and doesn't work in your life and everybody else's life it's different for each person and that's the beauty in that too right and wrong is a universal thing which is just so convoluted not every single thing can be rooted to what's right and what's wrong because each circumstance each situation is different and each person perceives things differently and interprets life differently So right and wrong is a universal thing and why it's roped in judgment is because everybody has to fit that standard. And I'm all about knowing that there is no standard people have to fit to. You know, cultural conditioning says, society says, no, each person is their own individual and they get to create what they want to create and be who they want to be. Because again, that's the beauty of life. So it's what works and doesn't work because that applies to each person or each situation. So in a in a situation with friends, you say something and it offends everybody. You know, it's not that it was the wrong thing to say. It just didn't work in that situation. It doesn't work for that crowd. They don't get that joke. You know, that's what co- comedians, like, you don't think, you think if comedians roped in perfectionism and were roped into, like, right or wrong could really even make it, they would literally cry themselves to sleep and probably shoot themselves because of how much ridicule and stuff they take, how much criticism, how much feedback they get, and how they, like, and that is roped in not only you suck, but in also silence. So through that, when you when a joke fails, take the wrong joke, take the right joke terminology out of it and go, that joke didn't work for this crowd. I'm in the wrong city for this joke. And then they also tool jokes around that city and that joke works. 
so that's what like the comedy and creativity as well like it's not like the wrong skit or that was the wrong thing to write or that was the wrong episode or that was the right episode or that was the right play the wrong play um the right song the wrong song it's just does that song work for each individual does that play work for this group this demographic does it not work so that's one thing I've really tooled on shifting my point of view and my terminology and how I create and how I just live life really helps, especially with just like conversations. Like you're having a conversation with somebody and they get upset or you get upset and to acknowledge that they didn't say something wrong, you didn't say anything wrong. Just what was said does not work for you, offended you, and then grow from there going, why did that offend me? And really find what didn't work about it. Not what was wrong about it, what was right about it, but what just didn't work for you. And then be neutral about it and grow from there. So that's where perfectionism can bleed into multiple points of your life as well. Another truth and honesty that I would love to share. Love to share. I don't know if I'd love to share, but I know I should or I get to share it is that this podcast I haven't really done a lot of publicity for or shared a lot because I fear that it'll be ridiculed and that it's not perfect and it's not good so I've been keeping it quiet and only sharing it with a few friends and there's no growth in that there isn't if I let it share with two people they're going to give me good feedback but eventually it's going to just reach a plateau where I've now done what those two have said I should do and then it's perfect for them. Now they're like, nope, don't change anything. Well, now it's great for that demographic, those two people that I've shared it with. And then once I branch out and I actually get confident in it because they, they gave me the confidence, they're, they're like, hey, it's good, let it go, share it. And then they share it and then what I realize is the other billion of people I hope oh, I wish billions of people would listen to this podcast, but the other people who listen to it might not have the same views as those two people. So then they'll have this, they'll have different feedback and that'll be a conscious process of now trying to please them. If I'm just going to wait until I'm pleasing people before I share it. So what it looks like is just sharing it, sharing the episode, letting people know that it exists and waiting for the feedback and just going from there. And that's what I'm going to do this episode. I'm going to post on Facebook. I'm going to ask friends to share it. And we'll see what comes of it. Who knows? Um, I know that I'm going to be getting a lot more traction for guests because this podcast, mainly my vision of for it was to have guests on to talk about topics that the guest brings and then share each other's um, different goals and different projects to help empower them and also empower me and, you know, connect because human connection is everything. So as it grows, it looks like including more people and that would include sharing it with more people so that's a that's a me stepping out on a ledge and saying fuck you to perfectionism and becoming a little bit more fearless and courageous i honor and am so in awe of those who are just blatantly courageous and fearless when it comes to just being themselves doing what they love and creating what they want to create and being who they want to be uh, along their vision and their goal like I honor them and I'm very much appreciating them for inspiring and leading the way you know like a friend Damon of mine who I want to have on this is one of the ones who is inspires me the most when it comes to just being 
yourself non-apologetically. It's beautiful. Obviously, he's not everybody's cup of tea, and I'm sure that we don't get along in every aspect and we'll disagree on something, but I respect the fuck out of him for who he be and how he proceeds in his truth, in his honesty, and in his heart. So I'm surrounding myself with people like that because I want to be inspired, kind of like a good infection, right? I want to catch that virus. I want to catch that infection of being so confident in yourself and courageous in what you want to create and fearless in who you be. I want to catch that. That is a disease I want to catch. Because it's a disease that won't kill me. It's a disease that will let me live. Live each day fully as myself. Another thing is I also don't listen to my episodes. I've talked to a lot of podcasters as I'm getting into this realm and this medium for creativity and comedy. And I always talk to them. They're like, yeah, I listen to my podcast. It sounded good. Like They just talk about how they listen to their podcast to make sure and they do editing. And if you listen to my podcast before, there's probably some editing flubs and stuff. And that's because, again, this is a middle finger to perfectionism. But also because I hate listening to myself because I feel like I'm going to just pick apart every part of the episode and oh that's not good and that's where my perfectionism is going to be fueled right it's food for my perfectionism and insecurity racket of just like oh yeah give me that deliciousness nom, nom, nom. Mm, ah, you're a piece of shit nom, nom, nom. that's not good enough you got to record it nom, nom, nom. so um i know there's growth in listening to it and actually working through it but right now i'm just recording and posting it and waiting for the feedback of what it sounds like um, because I don't want to listen to my own shit, but I know there's growth in listening to my voice, listening to my own material and being okay with that. And then getting the feedback from myself, you know, f- giving feedback to myself as I listen to it, I'm going to hear things that I didn't know until I set them out of my mouth. They came out of my mouth and they were recorded. And then now I listen to them and I hear it and now I can give myself feedback, but I'm not there yet. So maybe this will be the first episode I listen to fully and give myself feedback, but still post it. Because like I said, there's, there's imperfection is beautiful. So we'll see. Perfectionism also stops us from experiencing the unpredictable joys of life. So you have your entire day scheduled out and if you don't follow to a T and you go from place to place and thing to thing and do it exactly how it's supposed to look, then you get exactly what you're possibly hoping for. But if you just go with the flow and know that it doesn't have to look perfect, it doesn't have to be exactly how you planned it, there's so much joy there available for you and the unpredictable things that you can't even imagine could bring you in your life. So just today, I was supposed to do a lot of things, and I ended up kind of throwing my structure to the side and just really going with the flow and what felt right and what was fun, and time was flying, and it was amazing. I had a great lunch with a bunch of friends and new friends and old friends and that, and then played some board games, like all this unpredicted and unplanned, and yeah, it took up a a couple hours of my day more than I planned, but I had so much fun, so much joy left, so hard, I have kind of a headache and a migraine, 
because of it and it's all beautiful and I love it and it all became because I wasn't stuck in such a perfectionism and a it needing to be what I expected it to look like and yeah of course that lack of structure can cause other different issues and I'm not saying don't have structure don't have routine I'm saying perfectionism is not allowing the flexibility and adaptability to be able to jump outside of your structure to live life and then come back to it because the structure is there to support you when you don't know where else to go and it's a platform to really build off of but it doesn't have to be a prison doesn't have to be the only thing you do and not allowing something in your life that wasn't on your schedule or on your calendar or something you plan for because a lot of amazing things can happen from the unexpected and from just going where your heart leads you even with the length of this podcast sometimes I get into a perfectionist record that it has to look a certain way or the perfect podcast is this long or it has to be uniformed and every episode has to be the same exact length when really it's not true that every topic and every podcast could go wherever it wants to go if it's being authentic and genuine to the moment and actually I just thought of another set of three P's so this is another set of three P's by Roro so make sure you also say that before you put this one out there as well and maybe I can combine the two which is perfectionism produces procrastination so like I've been saying that with your perfectionism racket you don't move anywhere you don't go and you procrastinate you don't do it because you don't think it's perfect so you don't move on it you procrastinate you'll wait till tomorrow when it's perfect or you'll wait till you've written in enough of this and that and this and that until you don't do it and you're procrastinating on every piece of whatever you're having a perfectionism racket about and you don't move you're stagnant so it's important and just to further what it looks like to not be stuck in perfectionism i think a good example of that is freestyle rap or anything improv anything off the top of the dome or authentic to what you're up to in the moment and not worrying about it looking a certain way is a way to practice not being you know a victim of procrastination So say if I wanted to freestyle right now um, some poem or some rap, I don't have music, but I can still try. And doing these sort of things and these different exercises in your life allows you to practice what it looks like to be fearless in what you look like, being okay if you quote unquote fail, and not being stuck in what it should or has to look like or whatever your judgment is around it, and just doing it. And getting used to that so that way you can do it in multiple parts of your life and places of your life. So I guess to inspire and to practice, I should do it myself. So let me think of something, a topic. I guess I could just go off of perfectionism. Maybe that'll work. So, and I know a lot of you are sitting there going, he has this written or, well, actually after you hear it, you'll know for a fact I don't have it written. Um, But... You're like, oh, he's probably recorded this a few times. No, this is completely live. Um, Because I am an honest, confident, inspiring man, and I wouldn't lie to you. So I'm just going to go with it, and we'll see. So, uh, yeah. So if you let it build, perfectionism is like an organism. And everybody knows that between them is like a prison.
If you see it, you got it. You never had it. You flaunt it. But then you never be anything but a man who's never been what he wants to be because he is stuck in society's way of everything and what it's got to be. And I'm not saying this just is a man thing, because it can be a woman thing, it can be an anything, it can be a non-binary thing if you really want it to be. So, think about it, slow it down for a second, because perfectionism is a quicksand of life, so don't step in it, don't get in it, because it'll pull you down and grasp you until you're out. No more freedom, no more anything. So don't let yourself be a victim to perfection. So that way at the end you can have affection and appreciation and affirmation for the fact that we live in a unique nation. Something like that. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to stop right there. Because (laughs) I feel like it was time and I'm also driving and uh, was kind of not concentrating on the road as I was doing that. So I I realized that that might be the safest thing to do. Either way, I'm glad I did it. I don't know how it sounds. Kind of blacked out there for a little bit, but we'll, uh, we'll see when we listen to it and we'll see what everybody else thinks. But I don't care. I shouldn't care because I did it it was fine and I'm gonna learn from it and move and grow and improve and stretch and get used to what it looks like to just do things with no fear knowing that the other side is growth and you know exactly everything I was looking for we're coming to the end of the podcast I know you're sad it's okay before we, you know, stop beating this dead horse called perfectionism, wanted to point out a couple of things is that it seems like in this perfectionism kind of realm and what I talked to about creativity, it looks like quantity over quality is the way of being and way of life. And I think that is the case for creative things, creativity. And it's funny because it's, in contrast to what I usually live by, which is quality over quantity. When it comes to friends, love, things you do, you know, it's not all about how much you have, but what you do with what you have and how valuable that is thing you have to you, the quality of it to you. So I just wanted to point that out. That's kind of funny and how that's not always how I proceed through things in each part of our life. We have different ways of being and different techniques and I think we we get roped up in the quality of life it's all of the quality and that it can kind of create the perfectionism of like it's got to be quality it's not about how much I do it's it's about how quality it is but again that's in the eye of the beholder and really a, something that is perceived or interpreted by your audience and as I move through the creative world and work through my perfectionism I'm working into uh Quantity over quality when it comes to that, and then quality over quantity when it it is about other parts of my life. But that's a topic for another subject, another episode. And while we're talking about that, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate it with the deepest and most genuine part of my heart. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think.
This has been Not Your Mom's Podcast. My name is Bob, your host. A.K.A. Mr. Incredible, A.K.A. Incredible Hulk, A.K.A. Mona Lisa's Friends with Benefits. You can find me and reach me on many other social media platforms, such as Twitter at The Nymp, T-H-E-N-Y-M-P, Instagram at Not Your Mama's Podcast, on Tumblr at Not Your Mama's Podcast, and you can send me an email at NotYourMom'sPodcast at Yahoo.com. Cue up the outro music. Man, 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 man